With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in, one and all, to Big 12 Football and Beyond. It is Thursday, April 9th, and we hope that this Holy Week is going well for you uh, in what has been obviously a very difficult period in our country, and uh, hope that that uh, we can all shed a little peace into our lives this weekend as we're going through a, a difficult time. We know that so many people dealing with um so many issues. Uh like to publicly give my thoughts out to good friend Matt Chernoff, who I do his show in Atlanta um, every Friday. And did uh, we did the work radio work together at NBC nationally for a while. Uh Matt uh, lost his father on Thursday. Um or on Wednesday, I'm sorry. Um to uh the COVID-19 and you know every day we're reminded of the real life uh, problems and tragedies that are taking place so we hope that you are safe and sound and protecting yourself and so I like to say we can provide a little bit of a respite from that and a little bit of a relief from that Uh, some people maybe can't uh, quite uh, get over that it's it's too personal and we understand that, but uh, certainly hope that we can maybe provide uh, some distraction from that as uh, we have got um, a lot of things in football that uh, we're looking forward to, mainly the draft here in a couple of weeks and uh, a lot of things to get to. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Oklahoma State and uh, Mike Holder, their athletic director, responding to what uh, Mike Leach said recently and having to respond to that. So going to get into that a little bit, as well as some transfer news, lots of recruiting news, more draft news information um, analysis. We're going to take a look at the scouting reports on Jalen Rager and uh, Lucian Nang and uh, James Lynch, um, some Big 12 prospects that we think uh, are going to be really good players at the next level. So a lot to get to today. Um, This podcast is always brought to you by the great folks at 401k Generation. Great folks, Eddie Rojas and his crew, 
can help you with anything related to financial planning, money management, investments, 401ks, IRAs, you name it. Um, everyone's looking daily, I know, at the market. It's a little bit up today and a little bit positive news. You know, it's going to come back, and it's, it's going. we're going to have success and financial success. It's, it's coming. It's just understanding it, being patient, and getting good advice from folks like uh, Eddie Rojas and his team at 401k Generation is what you need to do to get you through this rough moment and get you onto the right path. Maybe you've got someone you deal with. That's great. Get a second opinion from guys like Eddie uh, and his crew. If you don't have someone, great time to reach out. You can give them a call or a text. They're licensed in all 50 states. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, they can help you. one 866 998-5879. Once again, that's 1-866-998-5879 is where you want to call or text today. Um, check out LandryFootball.com. Um, scouting reports, draft boards, free agent boards, all the latest news and notes leading up to the draft. Best discount we've ever had. The best way I describe the draft boards is you can get a look at what a real draft board looks like and listen while you're looking at the board. Listen to draft room style scouting report. So it's the most unique way. It's really interactive in that sense in that you can get a feel unlike any other um, amateurish website where you got just a bunch of list of names that everybody just rearranges in whatever order and in a fantasy football style. That's not how it works in a real draft room. We got it for you here at LandryFootball.com because I've done it for 30-plus years. You can get a look at what a real draft board looks like and how the scouting reports sound like. So check it out today at LandryFootball.com. So Mike Gundy comes out with a statement oh, a couple of days ago that he'd like to have his team and his staff on campus by May 1st and Yada, yada, yada. And, you know, you probably heard me on, um, you know, uh, yesterday's show that, look, I, I'm a believer that people need to understand that while everybody has a right to an opinion, some opinions matter. And quite frankly, a lot of opinions do not matter. And when it comes to making decisions on health issues, and whether we should get back or not, uh, the the opinions of a head coach or an athletic director or a school administrator or anybody like that does not matter. What matters, it's going to have to come from health officials and government officials in this country, and everyone will follow suit. I realize they're all getting asked the question. I think people are starting to get a little antsy. I Listen, I, I feel you. Because let's, with all due respect, people can live without the NBA. They can live with a delayed baseball season. We just put, we would have just put to bed a national champion in college basketball this past Monday night. We lost that, and that's always a great event. Uh, but there's no question that what would devastate this country more than anything from a sports standpoint is to lose the football season. I get that. 
And there's this belief, well, there's no way, there's too much money involved. Folks, I don't quite get what people don't understand. Just listen to the experts. Everyone's trying to make this political. Everyone's trying to go here, there with it. Just do what you're asked to do. Because a lot of the projections of what you can or can't do, a lot of the hypotheticals, what you can or can't do, is based upon us sticking to the plan of sucking it up and doing what they tell us to do. And if we do that, then we might be able to do things at a certain time frame. If we do not, then you got a problem potentially, and it's going to delay things or cause problems down the road. So I don't have the answer. I don't have an opinion that's worthwhile sharing on when we should or shouldn't come back because I don't know. So Mike decides that he's made this comment. Well, when you do that, just like uh, Mike Leach had a comment, or you, now you got to get either a university president or athletic director to come back. And this is another reason why you don't say it. If you're going to force, essentially, your superior to come out and have to make a statement on your statement, you haven't done things right. And, of course, um, Mike Holder, the athletic director at Oklahoma State, came out, and the way he rephrased it is, phrased it is, uh, getting people back by May 1st is a little ambitious. You know what that technically means is, Mike, shut up. Why do you make me have to step into this? We don't know the time frame. No one does. He doesn't. Let's just do what we need to do. Take every precaution so that we can get back. We can get this this under control. We can get this with minimal strife health-wise, financially. And move on. We're going to get, as I mentioned, to some uh, draft room breakdowns on a few Big 12 prospects. I want to get into some transfer and recruiting news uh, over the past week in the Big 12. Texas State redshirt junior sophomore Josh Newman has entered the transfer portal. Former three-star prospect, one of the top uh, 150 best safeties in the class of 2017, and a top 300 player in the state of Texas, which is still pretty good for this 17 uh, recruiting cycle. So a pretty good player that's out there. He's going to be eligible to play immediately, uh, regardless whether he lands. So he's he's a guy that can be a rotational player, more likely at a G5 level. Texas redshirt senior offensive lineman Denzel Okafor has removed his name from the transfer portal. Okafor, 6'4", 310, appeared in 13 games for the Longhorns last season. He made one start before deciding in late March to enter his name into the portal. Um, but he's had conversations with Tom Herman and other members of the coaching staff. He's had a change of heart. And uh, with in-person recruiting having been shut down, um, it's, I think, affecting a little bit of some of the transfer news as well as a lot of the recruiting news. Man, we've every day this week, that's one of the reasons why we break down uh, – the, the country, and we talk nationally every day, but we kind of break down um, what's happening in recruiting, for example, 
kind of in regions. We, we, we couldn't. It would go on and on and on if we didn't because there's so much news going on around the country. Recruiting-wise, a lot of it is, I think, having an effect to kids not being able to travel as much and staying close to home is more of a thing. Uh, former Oklahoma State redshirt sophomore Javian Cardwell, the corner is transferred to Texas San Antonio, a three-star signing by the Cowboys, currently uh, appealing for a chance to play immediately, but doesn't get a waiver. He'll get two years of eligibility remaining in 2021. Uh, and then former New Mexico State redshirt junior quarterback Josh Atkins has transferred to Texas San Antonio. 6-2-2-17 has entered the transfer portal back in March, found his new home, uh, paid 63% of his passes. Not a great run threat, but pretty good passer. And it looks like uh, UTSA's got a decent uh, player in from the transfer portal. In the recruiting landscape, West Virginia receiving a verbal from three-star quarterback Will Crowder, 6'2", 195, one of the top 20 best pro-style quarterbacks and top 20 player in the state of Alabama from the 2021 class. Heavily recruited, received offers from 23 schools, including Wake Forest and Vanderbilt and Virginia Tech and uh, Iowa State, Kentucky, Georgia Tech, but he is headed to West Virginia. He is um, a guy that can move pretty well despite being a good pocket passer, so a good get for Neil Brown and staff. Uncommitted four-star receiver Caden Prather, we've talked about him a little bit in a couple other podcasts this week. He's released the top five, West Virginia, Oklahoma among the Big 12 schools on his list, along with Penn State, Maryland from the Big Ten, and South Carolina from the SEC. The 6'3", 210-pounder, physical wideout, big frame from Germantown, Maryland, a top 300 overall prospect in this 2021 class. Um, Texas Tech. Received a verbal commitment from three-star tight end Jed Castles. Tight end 6'7", 217, lanky tight end, can stretch the field. Um, can be quite a weapon um, for offense coordinator David Yossi. Received 13 offers. Kansas State, Houston, Iowa State, SMU. Wichita Falls, Texas native. Received an offer from uh, Texas Tech on April 1st. And didn't take long for the local boy to Accept that scholarship. Uncommitted five-star defensive tackle Warren Nolan. Um, he's been compared a lot. I've only been able to peek at a little film on him. Some coaches tell me that he looks a lot like Derek Brown on the hoof. Obviously, Derek from Auburn heading into the NFL a week from, well, a couple of weeks. The Bradenton, Florida native is um, Looking at a lot of Power 5 schools, Alabama, LSU, Oklahoma, rare combination of quickness, power, agility, long arms, really impressive-looking young man. Three-star safety, Devin Lemire is decommitted from TCU. Picked the Longhorns back in January after the Horn Frogs gave his uh, his first FBS offer. Uh, but his recruiting has really heated up of late. He's picked up offers from schools like Baylor, Arizona, and Arkansas. So, uh, I don't know that he's ruled out TCU. In fact, I don't think he has. But uh, low rail, thin, uh, six foot, 165, needs to put on some weight. But, um, you know, we'll see if TCU's still in it. But it looks like Baylor, Arkansas, Arizona is at this point. Uh, uncommitted, 
three-star running back Brandon Epton Jr. will announce his commitment on May 1st. A lot of these guys are gone through with this early commitment, even though they've not been able to visit a lot of their schools. He's down to five schools, Cal, Purdue, Texas Tech, Arizona State, and SMU. It looks like, and with the timing of his decision on May 1st, it's got to be SMU. Uh, they've been considered the favorites. The six foot, six foot, one hundred eighty-one pounder um, is a top one hundred player in the state of Texas, and one of the top fifty, sixty tailbacks in the country. Speaking of SMU, they received a verbal from three-star running back Monte Dawson. Uh, really good all-purpose back. He can line up and the slot and slot back, slot receiver. Uh, five seven, one hundred seventy-five pound uh, guy. Um, he's got some offers from Baylor, Nebraska, Colorado, Iowa State. So be uh, it's a good get for SMU if they can hold on to the verbal from him. And TCU received a verbal commitment from three-star quarterback Trent Battle, six-one, two hundred. Uh, held offers from Kentucky, Nebraska, Tennessee, Texas A&M. Uh, Allen Battle is former Major League Baseball player and from uh, Daphne, Alabama. Um, really good dual-threat quarterback, so good get for TCU. Um, and Caden uh, Salter, the four-star quarterback, has got his list down to 11, um, if you want to call it that. Among the Big 12 schools, Baylor, Kansas, uh, are in the list. Auburn, Tennessee, Michigan State, Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Louisville, Utah, Ole Miss, and UCLA are the other schools that are in the mix for the young man from Cedar Hill, Texas, um, one of the top 300 prospects in the 2021 class. And then Baylor received the verbal from four-star running back Jordan Jenkins, um, opted for the Bears um, over a list that included Texas Tech, USC, Tennessee, the Lindell, Texas native, pledged to Baylor um, and uh, head coach Dave Aranda, uh, and um, – a really good get for them. Dave and his staff doing a pretty good job on the recruiting trail, getting some of these kids that are pretty highly regarded. Uncommitted four-star linebacker Aaron Willis uh, plans on making his commitment in the early fall. Um, he's uh, like to enroll early in December. Uh, Alabama, Arizona State, LSU, Maryland, Michigan, Tennessee, Texas are all in on the Baltimore native with Alabama, Maryland, and Michigan looking to be front runners. Uh, I think that Alabama's definitely the favorite here. But uh, some interesting names, uh, and obviously with a um, – we'll see if Texas can hang in there. Um, you know, their recruiting at Texas has been solid, but you don't see them in the list of a lot of top players nationally. You still see them periodically, or most of the time, I should say, among the top players in Texas, but – Recruiting hasn't been quite at the level that Tom Herman had expected or that I expected out of Tom Herman, quite frankly. Uh, some 2022 uh, recruiting news. Uncommitted five-star quarterback Quinn uh, Ewers is likely the top quarterback in this class. Um, he's from South Lake Carroll High School. You know him. Do you know that from Chase Daniel and Drew Brees, among others? Nick Foles, Oklahoma, Texas, um, is likely going to come down 
uh, for this these two guys, for this guy. And obviously Oklahoma's done a really good job with quarterbacks. Texas really needs this kid to um, for their 2020 recruiting class. Quinn Ewers. Uh, and an uncommitted four-star linebacker, Colin Oliver, has released his top eight. Uh, the linebacker has got Iowa State and Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech on the list in the Big 12, but, uh, in addition to Arkansas, uh, Ole Miss, um, and Utah. Um, so um, it looks like there's a pretty good chance for OSU, TCU, and Texas Tech here, I know he's visited him. He's a track athlete as well, being a football player. Uh, Edmond, Oklahoma native. Uh, he is one of the top 370 or so overall prospects in the 2021 class, Colin Oliver, linebacker. And Iowa State uh, gets a verbal from three-star athlete Robert Army, 6'1", 175. Um, he is uh, a guy that can play multiple positions from South Phil Michigan uh, as receiver, defensive back. Um, and I think he's going to be a safety prospect for um, Iowa State. Some other news around uh, around the just the film room and just looking towards next year with certain players. We're doing this in each shell, in each um, conference shell. <coughs> Pardon me. Taking a look at guys that uh, – could have breakout years or someone you need to focus on next year. And one of them is Tulsa Redshirt Jr. linebacker Zavin Collins. Thought he was one of the better coverage linebackers in the country. Um, he's really big. He's 6'4", 260, plays down a lot. Um, but he's very, very good covering despite his size. Moves pretty well. He's a freshman All-American, second-team All-Conference in 19. And I think he's one of the better defensive players in the country that you probably don't know anything about. So keep an eye out for Zaven Collins of Tulsa as somebody that you need to focus in on next year. Um, let's go down to SMU and take a peek into Shane Bouchelle. Uh Last year, hit the ground running in his first season after transferring from Texas. Thought moved the team well was pretty accurate, uh, threw the football effectively, had a good 34-10 touchdown-interception ratio, graded out um, over 83%. Um, I thought he did a good job on the deep ball. Uh, some accuracy issues, not a great deep ball accuracy thrower, but not bad. Um, and I think he can prove on that. Keep an eye on Shane, and certainly a good performance by him can really Help that team take that team to the next level. Houston redshirt senior Marquez Stevenson is um, is another intriguing guy. He is a very active and very targeted slot receiver. He missed the first uh, majority of his first two seasons because of injuries, uh, but he shined in his first season last year. Uh, really effective, over a thousand yards, nine touchdowns. Sky's the limit for this kid. Um, certainly Derek King has moved on, but we'll see what Clayton Toon can do taking over for King. Stevenson is still a good safety blanket, and in that system, he's going to catch a bunch of balls for a lot of yards and have a chance to make a lot of plays. 
And then Texas redshirt freshman receiver Jordan Whittington expected to battle for the starting slot position in his own right. He's moved from running back to wide out. Um, 6'1", 215, he's a playmaker. He's battled sophomore wide receiver Jake Smith. Um, Devin Duvernay was a star and picked up most of the receptions from the slot from Texas last year. But Whittington and Smith, both highly recruited players, have a chance to make a lot of plays this year. So we'll see if Elling, uh, Ellinger could find um, him a little bit more this year. On to some NFL draft talk around the conference. Well, a lot of buzz about Jalen Hurts having a virtual meeting with the Dallas Cowboys. What does it mean? Oh, my God. Haven't got a deal done with Dak Prescott yet. What does it really mean? Look, I I don't know that it means anything. I think that um, uh, it may be a little bit of a statement uh, by Jerry Jones. You can interview folks. Um, I, I think you certainly always do your due diligence. You never know. But uh, I, I wouldn't read a whole lot into it. I don't know if there's a lot of interest. I do think there's legitimate interest from the Colts, the Steelers, the Raiders in particular in Jalen. But I think there's some others as well that would, at the right spot, have a real interest in <clears throat> young Jalen Hurts. Oklahoma C.D. Lamb um, is certainly someone that's going to get his name called very quickly. You know, and one of the things that I unveiled in the film grade session, and you can hear all the scouting reports again in the draft boards at LandryFootball.com, but CD did not drop, drop a catchable pass of 20 or more yards in college. Uh, 6'2", 190. Um, he's going to go very highly off the board, 1, 2, or 3 off the board at, at receiver, not overall. Um, this guy doesn't have great speed, but he's great at everything else, and he's got good speed. Uh, but this guy is so reliable uh, at tracking the ball, catching the ball. It's just simply outstanding. Another guy that I'm very interested to see how he develops in the league and how high he will go is Houston's tackle Josh Jones. I mentioned I thought he was as productive and as impressive as anybody at the senior ball. He's met with a bunch of teams recently in the video conference world uh, that we're staying right now. He's um, uh, is a really good pass protector, got good feet, and so that's going to give him every – Bit of an opportunity. I know that the Patriots like him. Uh, I know that the Niners like him. I know the Texans like him. A number of teams that are absolutely interested in the young man. And, of course, we've talked at nauseam about Denzel Mims and big wide out that's getting a lot of interest from a lot of teams. Um, and I know the Eagles, the Rams, the Jets in particular, um, the Bears, Colts, Bills, all have an interest in the young man, among others. Uh, Bucks, Cardinals as well. So some interesting guys to look for. Speaking of receivers, I, I want to finish up the show with a look at three players. <clears throat> We're going to have one receiver, one offensive tackle, and um, one defensive end. Jalen Rager, TCU. Highly recruited football and track athlete. A great long jumper. Father Monte Rager played defensive tackle in the NFL for nine seasons. Uh, really good returner. 
big playmaker, diminutive big play guy. Very quick, lightning quick as a receiver and as a returner. Got exceptional straight line speed, good elusiveness. Uh, tough guy to challenge in press coverage because of his quick release. Easy, smooth, as we call it, athleticism. Can sink his hips and explode out of his cuts at the stem. Um, instant separation from defensive backs. Tracks the ball well on e- over either shoulder. It is not relied relied on uh, vertical routes to paralyze guys. He shows strong, reliable hands. Courage to run over the middle in traffic and will take a hit in the return game. Don't run as they don't in a lot of colleges. Don't run, um, but just a limited route tree. Will need time to adjust to more of a pro-style attack, but he does possess a, possess a lot of ability as a route runner, just the way that he can change direction and sink his hips. Undersize, uh, I catch radius is not big. Tracks the ball, just doesn't have a big catch radius. Uh, there's some concentration drops. Um, just doesn't at times protect the ball and carries it widely. wildly. I think he's got to control that better. He put the ball on the ground six times over the past two seasons. You know, he's a he's a pesky guy. You know, he reminds me a little bit of Brandon Cooks coming out of of Oregon State. Lacks the ideal bulk, uh, bulk that you're looking for, but real playmaking ability. Going to be interesting. Check out where I got him on the horizontal draft board as well as the vertical board, the receiver board. His teammate is an intriguing guy. Luel Deng Ning, uh, is an offensive tackle. <clears throat> Big guy, 6'6", 325, massive right tackle. Does a nice job of anticipating the snap count. Beats defenders to the punch. His third season as a starter before having season-ending surgery to repair a torn labrum in his hip. <coughs> Pardon me. But he fires off pretty well in the run game. Got easy balance and agility in sliding and adjusting in the pass game. He's fared better in pass protection than his run blocker throughout his career. Uses his uh, extension very well. And it can force pass rushers wide. Um... You know, carries his weight pretty well. He's not what I would call overly athletic in terms of a bender. Reminds me a little bit of Cordy Glenn coming out. Um, he's not the physical dominator in the run game, as his size might suggest. Pass protection was a little bit off target in that they run such high tempo that it helps you a little bit. So as much as I like his feet, I think he's very raw as a pass protector. But an intriguing guy, and certainly on the second tier of guys, he's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. And then I wanted to spend a little time talking about Baylor's James Lynch. Intriguing guy. 
two-time All-Pick 12 guy. Graded him out very well. He declared early for the draft after three years. He had 33 tackles for loss, 22 sacks. Broke up five passes. Discipline, assignment sound, quick hands. Uses a variety of moves to get to the quarterback. I do think the coaching change contributed to him wanting to come out. I think he's... um, He keeps offensive linemen off him with a pretty effective chop move. But he can get around. He doesn't have great speed, but it's good enough. He's got a spin move, and he can burst out of it a little bit. I think he's going to have to refine his game a little bit more, but he's probably still the strength of his game. When it comes to rushing the quarterback, he's relentless. He gets there with a motor in a relentless determination. He remains disciplined on zone read plays. I think he does a good job of not allowing um, his run defense to be compromised. Um, He's a bit of a lean frame guy, particularly the lower half, spindly legs type. He can get stonewalled, doesn't have the speed to get around the corner. So he's going to have to obviously win with multiple moves and effort. He's going to need to work on his agility to turn the corner at a sharper angle. Needs to play a little bit lower. Needs to get stronger in the lower body in particular. So his hand technique, his football IQ are good. His play discipline is good. He does have some scheme versatility. I think he can play strong side defensive end in a 4-3 or a 5 technique in a 3-4. High motor guy. That's a little intriguing. So, I think he's got some value, and I encourage you to check out where he is on the defensive end board, the vertical board, and where he is in the horizontal board, and where his value is in this draft. Folks, uh, remind you of a couple of things uh, of that draft board. Horizontal board, best players regardless of position. Vertical board best players by position with scouting reports. You can see real live NFL draft boards, see what it looks like, and then listen to a what a real NFL scouting report looks like inside a draft room. So check that out at LandryFootball.com. Obviously, check out this podcast, listen to the pro podcast as well. You get all the latest inside information. We got it for you. All the inside news and information on free agency, the draft, everything. You can get that by signing up for Landry Football's conference call. And uh, take advantage of our scouting season offer at LandryFootball.com. That will get you for less than $5 a month. It will get you all of that. It will get you access to your own scouting department for less than a magazine subscription. You cannot beat that. And check out our great folks at 401K Generation. Give them a call. Give them a text at 1-866-998-5879. Tell them we told you to call. Just introduce yourself. No obligation. Just, if you can, thank them for bringing this show to you and find out what they do. Maybe it's somebody that might be able to help you down the road, if not now. Hey, appreciate you joining us. And uh, remember, join us tomorrow. Pac-12 football and beyond, all the latest football news and information from around the country. We'll recap the Pac-12 as well over this past week, as well as um, 
get into more draft discussions of players uh, in the Pac-12 um, and uh, certainly the latest in recruiting, all of that, and then certainly flip on over to the Pro Football Show and listen to all the stuff we've got going there. Hey, appreciate you joining us. And, again, join us again tomorrow and over on the Football Show. Have a great one, everybody. Be safe. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.